0: This is the Tuesday, May 10th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with everything you need to know for the betting evening. So settle in and we'll set you up 10 minutes or less with everything you need right now. I'm going to do that over That was stupid. <laughs> Three, two, one. This is the Tuesday, May 10th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with the variety of action for this evening. So settle in and we'll set you up in 10 minutes or less with everything you need to know heading into the betting day. <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgham and Aaron Dolan with you on this Tuesday. Gonna make it uh, short and quick, Aaron. I am uh, got a tea time in about fifteen minutes, so uh, <laughs> let's get some NBA on the way to the beach. <laughs> oh, nice. So we're living our best lives. That's for sure. Hopefully um, not only do our do our days start well uh, with the beach and with some golf, but in well with some winners. Of course, we got two more games tonight in the association. Two more game uh, or two game fives. I should say, let's start with your Philadelphia 76ers returning to South Beach to take on the heat series. knotted up at two apiece. The heat are a three point home favorite total of two oh nine and a half side total props. Feed me.
1: Okay, so I'm leaning Sixers plus three and a half. I know in some of the books it's plus three. It's kind of been bouncing back and forth. And there's a part of me that feels like I'm really going to regret this and backing the Sixers here, but I don't feel comfortable laying it with Miami. I do think that the Heat will shoot better um, naturally, just they weren't as great on the road in those two games, but I'm not sure by how much. And we just saw the Sixers beat this team with Butler putting up 40 points. I don't expect Butler to be able to put up that amount of points once again. And I'm not really sure if we're going to see this, you know, standout performance from James Harden like we did last game. So I think it's kind of going to just sizzle out a little bit, maybe lean towards the under. But I don't think this is going to be a blowout situation where the Heat go in and the role players are going to absolutely dominate the Sixers. I think it will be a closer game. So I'd rather have the points in my pocket. But then, as for some of the player props, um, Embiid over 36 and a half points and rebounds. I think he's just going to continue to get better since he's come back from that concussion. Obviously, learning how to play with that mass. Game three, he shot 41.7% from the field. Game four, picking it up already 53.8%. I just think that they continue to lean on him. And obviously, a lot's at stake because I feel like this game five is really, really meaningful because you don't want to be in a do or die situation come next game if you lose this game. Um, and then yeah, Harden, um, under points, rebounds and assists makes a lot of sense. It's been moving around a ton. I know Tyler, you had written in the doc that it was 38 and a half when you had saw it. I've seen it as low as 35 and a half. I've seen it on Caesars 36 and a half, but I do think that Harden will not be able to do what he did last game.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, with you on that player prop. It, I may have uh, put that in there wrong at 38 and a half when it really was 36 and a half. But bottom line is I do expect some regression from James Harden, especially since this game is going on the road. Um, I, I Obviously, that was a great performance from him in game four, but most of it came in the fourth quarter where he just kind of got hot with his shot. And I don't know if that's something that is like a harbinger, or a prelude to. Harden finally heating back up. I think that was just kind of a spike in his performance, like a really good quarter when we've mm-hmm. seen for the last month and a half, two months that he's really doesn't have a shot anymore. So I'm going to call that just one good night. Um, that's going to have some natural regression. So I'm under points, assist and rebounds. I kind of think this is going to be an under environment, but the series knotted up at two apiece. With Embiid back anchoring Philly's defense, with Miami's culture being built around defense, and neither team really wanting to play fast, I'm I'm looking to uh, an under culture here, so that's why or an under environment, so that's why I'm, I'm really uh, keen on the Harden uh, points, assist, and rebounds uh, prop mm-hmm. going under. I might look at Tyrese Maxi points under as well because his home road splits in this series have been kind of significant. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite saying all that, though, I, I do kind of like Jimmy Butler over 25 and a half points. I think the Heat win mm-hmm. this game. I don't love laying the three, um, but we've seen Butler in games three and game four go for 33 and 40. We know he yeah, used to he's play for great. the field. Yeah, he has been. We know he used to play for the Sixers, too. Uh, he doesn't want to lose this series and have his old franchise get, you know, last laugh on him. And Jimmy is the type that takes things personally. And he's a big time playoff performer. We've seen enough of it now from yeah. his career. And a do or die, not a do or die, a pseudo, you know, must win, want to win game five situation. I really do think that Butler going to really drive his offense. He, he's been to the free throw line 10 plus times in each of the last two games. So I'm expecting him to be super aggressive. But That's really the only over I want to play in this particular game. Um, let's move now to game two of the evening. Luka Doncic and the Mavs have knotted things up at two games apiece. So we're back in Phoenix. The Suns are laying six, total of 215 and a half. What you got?
1: It's really hard not to back the Suns in this spot, but I think I'm going to just stay away from the spread altogether. I don't feel comfortable on either of these. Obviously, each team that's played at home has ended up winning, and the Dallas Mavericks looked great the last two games. I was really surprised last game. I thought Phoenix was absolutely going to win that game, but I do think they end up winning this game. I just don't know by how much, which is why I'm staying away from the spread. Looking at that total, surprisingly, I like under 213. So last game just hit under the total with two 12 points scored and the Suns obviously didn't play well in that game. And Dallas shot lights out. I mean, they went 20 for 44 from three. I don't think that happens again, excuse me. Again, and then I do think that the Suns will end up picking things up. But I just think it's going to be a slow-paced game. They played 92.5 pace in game four. And I just think that Phoenix knows they have to clamp down, especially on the perimeter. And I just think Dallas will continue to slow things down the road to keep this game closer than expected.
0: Yeah, the pace has been really slow, not surprising when Dallas is involved, but we know the Phoenix offense has been wildly efficient, save for the last mm-hmm. game when Chris Paul really had a big dud. I'm expecting a bounce back there, so I kind of want to lay it with the Phoenix Suns. Maybe I will uh, have a little more confidence by the time tip-off comes around or time I place my bets to just play the Suns team total over, um, because I, I do think this is one is kind of going to be more of the over environment for the two uh two games that we have tonight you know me like when dallas is at home automatic mm-hmm. under. i don't even look what the number is i just play under <laughs> i know i don't care i really don't care i'm just gonna play <laughs> under because 75 percent of the time this year that bet has hit so um when they're not at home i usually like to zig when most people look at dallas as an under team and i do think we have an environment with phoenix at home they're coming off a poor offensive performance, especially Chris Paul. I think there's going to be a big time bounce back there. And I think once again, yeah. Phoenix's offense is going to be really efficient. You know, shoot over 50% from the floor, close to 40% from downtown and knock down their free throws. So I'm um, I'm leaning, laying the six mm-hmm. and I'm uh, leaning having the uh, Sixers team or the Suns, pardon me, team total uh, going over in this one. I do think Luke is going to have a big game. So. Um, I know it's a massive number, 50, 51 and a half, whatever it is for his points, assists and rebounds. But he's someone in a a game like this where he's probably going to play a lot of minutes because it's such an important game to try and get that 3-2 series lead. Uh, I'm either betting over on par or I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play an under with Luka and watch him go off for 45, 15 and 12. (laughs) Uh, So uh, that's how I'm looking at that game. Real quickly, I do want to mention in the NHL, we have four game fives tonight, Aaron, and all four series are knotted up at two apiece. Hurricanes oh ruins and the Hurricanes are a, a home favorite there. Maple Leafs Lightning. it has been a great Leafs, series, of course, as a home favorite. Wild and Blues, my Blues, uh, Wild minus one fifty five on the money line. Edmonton, the biggest home favorite, minus two twenty against the Kings. With that series again, not it to a piece. So, if you're feeling like a. Uh, um, you know, trying to find an upset, so to speak. I'm sure one of these road teams is going to win. I do want to point out, though, one trend in the Hurricanes Bruins series: all four games so far have gone over the total. The total is at six for game five. I'm a little hesitant, though, to go over totals in a hockey game in a, a game five or game seven because usually it's pretty physical, yeah. um, pretty uh, demanding hockey. So maybe I'd look to play the under in Blues Wild with uh, the goaltending we've seen there, Bennington or Husso. That's maybe the only kind of official play I would have there. But I just want to point out, we have six game fives tonight in the NBA and in the NHL. All six series are tied at two apiece. What a night it's going to be in front of the TV, Aaron. Absolutely. I'm excited for it. All right. Daily Wager is uh, today, as always, on Tuesday, ESPN 2, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. That'll do it for the Tuesday afternoon Daily Wager podcast. Please do us a favor. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. It helps us out tremendously. And we will see you tomorrow on the Daily Wager podcast. And hopefully, see you this afternoon slash this evening on Daily Wager on ESPN2.